now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. That means my voice is shot from Duke City Championship Wrestling last night, calling two hours of nonstop man-slamming action. Daddy's Pockets thanks everyone Ooh, who was in wait. attendance. Everyone. Look, that was about as good of an evening that one person can have without the horizontal joy of a loved one. Uh, or a stranger. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or a, a unloved uh, one. Casual companion. Just some person off the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Like a random male or female, depending on your preference, and we're not judging whatever that is. We're live at Isotopes. Yeah, we are. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Hey, Marie, back at the studio. Hello. How are you, girl? What's up? Oh, you know. Wishing oh, okay. I was having a teller over there. Okay, I mean, I agree with that. Sound a little hollow, is Amory in my head. I'll try to figure that out. So, hollow. We're doing bush lyrics today. I don't know why it would be hollow in okay. your ear. I oh, it's apologize. better now. It's all resolved. Okay. So, Swallow is the name of that bush song, Van. He says the word hollow as well. He rhymes them. Swallow and hollow? I believe so. Does he ever encourage people when he's walking around to follow? Follow us to the lab because yeah. we're at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park. That's Let's go, one. baby Bubba. That was a good one. Thank you. Big program last night at the Historic El Rey Theater. Thank you to all who came out in attendance. Just under 500, y'all. We had just under 500 out at the El Rey. How fun is that? That's it was fun. Congratulations. a riot. Amory, hey, it was I mean, your first in-person show. Oh, that's right. How'd you feel about it? I was it, there. Though? How'd you feel about it? Um, I felt great. I'm very proud of you guys. The Well, I mean, can we mostly talk about, like, how you enjoyed hanging out with your friends and all your fans and... The fellowship My that, fans? You were, that you were able to create while out in the wild as opposed to being at home playing Madden all day like you do? Uh, I do go out, Fred. Okay. But that was a really, really cool experience. I want to encourage people out there. I saw it live myself. I was very impressed. So put this down in your journal, Fred, when you go to bed okay, tonight. I'm writing it down right now. I'm Thursday, a little, I'm August a little, 17th I'm a is the only time Amory you're ever going to see Amory. said yes to something with the boys and had the sheer gall and fortitude to show up with us in public. Well, and I don't even know if she said yes to the boys. She said yes. To BV and Buck Burnett. To Brandon uh, Bowe, yeah. Okay, yeah. name dropper. <laughs> you be like that sometimes. I got the cutest picture ever. Oh, the I'll star send it to of the group KKOB's chat. BV today, Brandon Vote. I'll shoot it to you in the commercial break. The quit. The picture is a van BV and BV's son, who was not as entertained as you guys were, as he had fallen asleep well, on the was, shoulder of BV. That he was correct. tired, and I acted like I was taking a little nappy poo on BV's shoulder too, and got what I would only refer to as the picture of the decade. BV took a nap before he came to. Duke City Championship Wrestling, so he was ready to go. He's up at 4 in the morning milking cows. I know. You know he was excited because he gave Ho-Oh Hank an hour 
on KKOB. Totally. In prime time. That's sweet. The 4 to 5 o'clock most sweet. desirable hour in radio on the most important station in town. And him and Hobo Hank talked about pro wrestling for the entirety of it. Uh, it didn't work, did it? You didn't hit your 500 number, loser. So here's the thing. <laughs> I set lofty goals. So we had more ticket sales than we'd ever had. So thank you to the yeah. supporters of Duke City Championship Wrestling. That's a big deal to us. Uh, also, kind of a fun one. Amory, you know this energy whenever you're doing comedy shows. Yeah. How fun Aren't it is. sports. Yeah, or, well, but you organize a lot of comedy shows. You don't necessarily organize a lot of sports. Yeah. But whenever, you know, whenever you go from, like, comping tickets to get people interested in a thing, and then they start buying their own tickets? Yes, and I was going to add this on to my compliment to you, Fred, yes. in Duke City Championship Wrestling. Yes. I have, I have produced events for a very long time all over this country, and I could tell, like you just said, it wasn't comps. It wasn't getting all your family and friends to come out. They willingly came out. Yes. And the fans are like, I like wrestling fans because they're actual loyal. I could tell they're loyal fans. Yes. I, well, I, I appreciate that. They come in all shapes and sizes and, and shades. And it's, the, it's at or near the most diverse group of fans that you can see in an event oh you're talking about the fans not the wrestlers no no well, those the wrestlers are also do. a lot of yes shades and shapes and sizes of well, your plethora it's by design oh good yeah you know what i mean if you are if you are so last night there was a friend of the show out with us andrew i think andrew from the show andrew i was flying around yeah. so if that's not correct 505-246-0610 i know you're listening for mm-hmm. the show text us on the program he brought his two daughters out brought his oh, two yeah. daughters oh, out. i love good. that Yep, they were young kids, and they saw what? They saw two really good lady professional wrestlers. They did. Professional wrestling each other, and, and as I'm broadcasting, I'm watching them watch the reactions, and they're, they're, it was like a Catholic church service. Like, it was like a black Catholic church service. They were up and down, out of their seats, like every couple moments, just, just celebrating, like, the existence around them. Uh, I think you're thinking of Southern Baptist or Episcopalian, but I get to drift. Uh, it's all the same. Cool. It's all the same. Is it? <laughs> so it was a good little program last night, but we, uh, if you if you didn't walk in with a favorite pro wrestler, you walked out with a favorite pro wrestler. So thank you for being a part of it. Also, big thank you to Albuquerque Fire, who was our ambulance service. Uh, started the show a little late, but they made up for it, so we were excited for them to be there because you know we do it safely, man. Of course. We do it safely. They're busy guys. You can't, you can't fault them for being out here saving everyone in Albuquerque and surrounding areas community. That's what they Speaking say, of favorite wrestlers, they, I walked away with the favorite wrestler oh, yesterday, too. Okay. It's Hobo Hank. It's, it's still Hobo Hank. Yes. It is. It's still my favorite. Just kidding. It's not a new guy. It's no, Hobo it's Hank again. Absolutely Hobo yeah. Hank. Legend. He's just so good. He's just so incredibly good. Tommy Test, Tommy Two Scoops. That's your favorite, right, eh, Amory? Uh, I liked everybody. I uh, The Magician. Yes, Valak Vile is unreal. He's fun. That was the, I. I just I I appreciate live performance in general, and I was like, this is this is great. We had a match where a young man, Tommy Tess, from a beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, who's been a fan of pro wrestling his entire life, who was able to escape just the villainous clawing that is that small mountain town on a person's like chance at success sure. and excelling in life. He escaped the grasp of that city. He would come down to Albuquerque, New Mexico, watch pro wrestling for his for his youth years, and now as an adult, able to return to the city and perform in front of his friends, family, loved ones, his admirers, a Marie's fan base, which yeah. showed up. 
So very much okay. fun. Who's, who's more entertained by magicians, Amory or Jets yeah, players? Yeah, New York Jets mm. players. Jets players is the answer. It's definitely Jets players. There was a botch in that match, Amory. You didn't see it. Uh-oh. So no. Valak Vile has a magic wand, and that wand shoots confetti. Okay. Oh, wow. So he had pulled the magic wand out, and he had uh, low-blowed it. He had low-blowed it on a gentleman. <gasps> and then uh, during the scrum, it rolled out of the ring. So when he went to recover it to confetti a victim, it was, it was not there within reach. They had, to, they had to miss the spot. Whoopsie. So there was no confetti in Amory. If there had been, um, I would have asked you to stay after and help sweep that up. Yeah, I wouldn't have stayed after and swept it up, but That's... I appreciate you. Another no from Amory. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Yeah, they keep piling up. Hmm. Hmm. Who knew? I oh. mean, I showed up. <laughs> I don't know what more he want from me. We did a roundtable, friends of the show, for all the quote-unquote celebrities in attendance. Yeah. Oh, my we, God. <laughs> so, there's some fun people there, right? They called well, me okay. Amory, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Adam Merritt called you Amory? Oh, no, no. It's a non... I just... I love it. It's my favorite thing. I was uh, talking uh, to... Steve, who makes your merch, he makes your merch, right? Steve Palmasano? Yeah. We, we were thinking of making a shirt that makes fun of all the ways that people pronounce A. Marie. Love it. It's in the works. That's a really good idea, Anne Marie. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I should have played a drinking game for how many times someone mispronounced my name last night, but not in a bad way. I just think it's funny. Appreciate the shout out. And, and you know funny, Anna Maria. That's what I'm saying. What if you just had a shirt with a different version of Amory? Amory? I really believe Amaria. Ooh, is that Brooks and Dunn? Amaria, I love you. That is Brooks and Dunn. That's Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't hear it quite. I messed up both names. You like that? Hobo I messed H- up the one from the song and Amory's. Good job. It's okay. Hobo Bam. Hank was not the headliner last night. He's been reduced to mid-card. Yeesh. And I'll tell you guys what, I had a little bit of anxiety about it because Hobo Hank's He's the show. He's the show. He's the draw. That's the guy you think for the house is Hobo Hank. I also thought there'd be a mass exodus after Hobo Hank. There was not. No one left. Blew my mind. I thought for sure because in previous organizations, previous entities, Hobo Hank goes on, everyone leaves. Hobo Hank went on, everyone stuck around for the final two matches. That is impressive. Let's go. So anyways, banger of a night. Next one, September the 14th at the Historic El Rey Theater, dccwtickets.com. If you buy a ticket for DCC. W, what you're doing is you're sliding money into Daddy's pocket. That's what you're doing because you are doing. part owner. I'm Daddy. And the voice of. I am not ever calling you that. And if it wasn't for your face, you would probably be the face of as well. I, I will not be at we that. Have Hobo I will not be at that, but I will promote it to everyone I know because I actually believe in the product. Aww, Aww. see? And she said... Hey, uh, let me get that logo. I love it so much. I'm going to get it tattooed. And I said, yeah, Amory, you can have it. Here you go. Well, it's funny. People were asking it for me this morning. I think people want to pitch stuff to you. It's a desirable product. I'm going to be real transparent. Yeah, I, I don't need to make your head any bigger, but I just want to let you know that people have reached out to me and were like, hey, can I see that Duke City Championship logo? I would like to run something by them. So, Van, I don't know if you know this, but A. Marie is the uh, head of sales and corporate sponsorships for Duke City Championship Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's uh, – so if you buy a ticket at dccwtickets.com, what you're doing is you're putting oh, money yeah, in daddy's puppets, uh-huh. and A. Marie is now mommy. If you have so, – No, you, you will not call me that. You will yeah. not call me that. You will not call me that. You'll just call me A. Marie or any version of A. Marie. Yeah. Yeah. I a. will mommy. not be at the next one, but I will promote you guys and sell tickets because – 
the Minnesota Vikings are playing the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football that night, so I will not be there. So money directly into a mommy's pockets. No. If you want to be a corporate sponsor, email Marianne at Duke City Championship Wrestling. We need to get these shirts going. Besides the Brentwood baddies, those shirts need to happen. Also, a mommy is my new favorite. No, hi mommy. Hey, mommy. Hi, Bay. She gets she gets her own merch at the Duke City Championship Wrestling stand, but it's like a it's like a sandal. You know how like you know the discipline of a strong like Hispanic family, sure. and on the bottom like where you walk and it imprints into the sand, it just says "A hey, mommy." <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> With your Brentwood baddies. Thank God I won't be there to have it being sold. A Marie starts a stable in in Duke City Championship Wrestling called the Brentwood Baddies, and it's just. Her. I mean that's pretty solid. <laughs> it's, it's, it's her and all her townie friends showing up, and they just, like, shake the ring from outside and ride their bikes around in a circle. And people are like, I, but, hey, not, these bikes, we're the ones with the, the ape hanger handlebars. Do you know oh, what I'm sure, about? yeah. Oh, God. They're easy riders. I don't know if Van heard this, but there is a strong committee on KKOB trying to make me wrestle. That's excellent. In. I, I'll join the committee. I mean, there's a hard between all the hosts really want to see it. Here's the thing. You're so insanely athletic. Like, you naturally are very strong. Yeah. And you're naturally very athletic. Yes. And your love of entertainment, <laughs> I don't know why you haven't already. All right. We'll have a, a talk. Wrestler. Let me know when the next meeting is. I won't be there, but just let me know. <laughs> it's the worst. I am. The Anna worst. Maria, what would be your walkout music? I don't know. Like, their whole thing is they're playing off the comedian thing. So, I, I don't mm. know. Mm. Something vaudeville. Mm. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. The, or, like, what's the, the, the Glamazon or something. I don't know. We're, we're, we're coming up with ideas for you. We'll let you know. Glamazon? Amory, what's the one? I'm not whenever... an Amazon. I'm a Glamazon. I love that. Right, guys, the answer is this one. It's the, the one, the gong show. What's the one where you get pulled off? Oh, yeah. The... And you're like, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Benny Hill theme the Benny, would be really, Oh, the would be Benny Hill good. would be good. 505-246-0610. Any ideas? Reach out to the program on what Amory's uh, uh, curtain-jerking music should be for Duke City Championship Wrestling, as she is our uh, she's our newest performer. And this is and this is a family-friendly Duke City Championship Wrestling because the text line at KKOB is like, yeah, I do mud wrestling. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Could work. I have the license for that. You do? <laughs> yes. We can do mud, we can do jello, and we can do goat head. What? What was the last one? Like the little stickers that get into the bottom of your your feetsies? Or like an actual goat head? That's hey. brutal. Hey, my my actually my nephew and dad are coming to the, sh- the game tonight. They just texted me, so I'm going to tell them to come stop by. Say hi. Aw. Well, that's a good idea. Are they in XL? Because they could have one of the yeah, last two the season last... two two men on shirts. Mm, not my nephew. Let's see. <laughs> it's so funny <sighs> trying to judge the shirts. Oh, it's terrible! Children. It's terrible. Children and grown adult women. Oh, it's tough because like, you, do you, you don't want to offend anyone. No, you know, and, and women are shaped different than men. Yeah. So it's like it's like does does that part of your body make you a large, and the rest of your body's a medium? <laughs> Or or a different scale? Like I don't, I don't know how you do it, ladies. What does unisex even mean? It, it, it's difficult. I appreciate you being aware of that. Wait, unisex meaning all sizes 
or one of the new gender qualifications? Is mm-hmm. Amory, mm-hmm. Will you which one is it? That's a gender modification. Which yes, modification. What word did you use? Yeah, qualification. Mm-hmm. Uh, Either way, d- disqualification. It is now. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, if you make the wrong decisions, isolation. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. That's no the worst punishment. Yeah. For someone like me who needs perpetual attention. Don't we all? Yeah. You know, that's why we exist in this realm. Whenever we get back, we're running through NFL headlines. We've got a bunch of fun interviews today here at Isotopes Park. The Roman Quinn will Ooh. join us. I promise you that will be a very fast segment. It will be the fastest segment we've the ever had. The fastest segment in AAA baseball. I promise you. <laughs> then we're going to, I don't know, slay more NFL in through the rest of the day. Michael Peterson will join us as well. We're gonna So we get a guy playing the field and a guy off the bump. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Josh Sushan will join us at the end of the program. We hand this bad boy off to the Albuquerque Isotopes at 615 so that they can be on these airways bringing you Isotopes baseball tonight against El Paso. And it is two men on live from Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park on the Sports Animal. This pen to pad is worth a mic, dear listener. All right, Amory. Play your favorite music. Let's go. <clears throat> now, mandatory NFL headlines with Amory Castillo. Oh, it was an exciting night last night. I know we were all at Duke City Championship Wrestling. But if you guys missed the game, the Browns game? Eagles, the Browns and Eagles preseason oh. game, they tied, eighteen to eighteen. They what? They tied, eighteen to eighteen. That's not how baseball games end. No, I'm talking about NFL preseason football. Well, first off, preseason doesn't matter, anyways, and ties well, don't matter, anyways. So, who cares? Who cares? Non-story. Uh, Next. Ex- exciting about the Baltimore Ravens. Signed free agent pass rusher Jadavion Clowney to a one-year deal. Okay. He's pretty he's good. He, no, he's not. He's still getting paid off one hit in college. <laughs> if, if he was so good, he'd already have a deal with somebody. He's never been good. He hit that Lattimore cat in the backfield when he was playing for South Carolina. And he somehow got paid forever. He's the Jamarcus Russell of defensive ends. And he was a free agent. He's still getting one-year deals. He's the Jamarcus Russell free agent. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's not good. We'll see Bust. if he can add to that Baltimore is, Ravens defense. What's his ranking in your Madden game? Uh, I, I haven't played Madden before. I'm playing tonight. It, it was downloading, and it wasn't done downloading before I left today. I'm very excited. We'll follow up on Monday. What internet do you have? Our I... favorite thing to talk about, the Dallas Cowboys. Dak oh, Prescott wanted Sucks. to comment on. The Cowboys had a little scuffle this week, an inter-squad <sighs> fight that, um, that might have caused a ruckus outside the locker room. But inside, both the offense and defense says this shows there's big things ahead for the Dallas Cowboys in 2023. That's a very Mike McCarthy thing to do because he's late to the party on everything everything. football. Late to the spread offense, late to the wildcat. It's a copycat league, and Mike McCarthy is always last, just like team fights. Everyone's already had one. The only thing he's not last to is 
<laughs> the hospitality room. Oh, that's a wait show. Okay, Marie, I did a little body <laughs> show. Ooh, who are you, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah what do you? Cancel me. Oh, I, I haven't been here last few days. I missed that. Yes. Uh, the Commanders, the Washington Commanders, or what you guys like Who's to say, that? Guardians, who? even though it's oh, the Washington oh, Commanders, yeah. name their official starting quarterback for 2023, and it's not Jacoby Brissett. It is Sam Howell. Sam Howell's been named the Washington Commanders for the, the season. Commanders Coach Rivera made the announcement this morning. Yeah, duh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's significantly better. Oh, you don't say. He's, a, he's bigger, stronger, faster. Probably better looking. I don't know. It all depends. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, Fred. I don't. But he's better in every way than Jacoby Brissett. I can't hear him say that he's not better looking. He could very well be better looking. And you don't know what he looks like. He's never had a steak or hamburger. He only eats chicken fingers. I know what we have covered that in the say? program. What he has never say? had a steak we, or a hamburger. We talked about this after the he draft. He only eats chicken fingers, basically. That is correct. Like a like. He's like a he's like an adult Brandon Ortega. A, oh, I didn't correct. know that about Brandon Ortega. Last yep. headline of the day, very important. Eagles head coach Nick Cerrone isn't open to any quarterback two competition. Marcus Mariota is officially QB two. What? Who's one? Yeah. Like, did they have <laughs> Jalen Hurts? Oh, they should have picked someone else. What? Is there, no, is there another guy? Do they not have Gardner? They don't have Gardner Minshew anymore. No, or what? Gardner Minshew is uh, on the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, they should trade for him. They should trade cutting, for him. We're cutting <laughs> NFL headlines short so we can step away. And well, now it's over. Roman Quinn. Well, we'll do another one when we get. We'll back. just do another. You get to play the song twice in one show. Yeah, How about love that? It. It's the best day of your life. How Roman about that? Quinn after the break <laughs> because it's going to be the fastest segment in the history of baseball. I bet he talks like the Micro Machines guy. Oh, he absolutely he every, does everything yeah. fast. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. This is going to be a really good interview. I can't wait to do it. Let's go here. Oh, my God, there's second base. I have to go get it. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, my God, Roman Quinn's here. Let's go. Yeah. What's up, guys? Well, do you want to be just a center fielder or are you an outfielder? Like, how do you, like, self-identify? Uh, outfielder now. When I was younger, yeah. I was a prospect. Consider a prospect, yeah. I was a center fielder. Okay. But yeah. now it's just put me in the lineup, coach? Just put me in the lineup, wherever, wherever you see fit. Yeah. You, yeah. I was going to say, so my thing when you're playing the outfield is, do you have to warm up the arm different? Does it, like, depending on if you're in a corner or if you're in the middle? No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. um, it's pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just I can't. I could never make it. Like, oh, I'm gonna give you a real number. Three hops. Like if I'm in right field to home. Like I just <laughs> center field. I was like, oh, I got it all day. I can make this thing. Right. For some reason, I would psych myself out, and I'm like, nah, I, I couldn't hit the broadside of a, of anything out there. Because <laughs> you're all crow hop, no arm. That's the problem. 100. That's yeah. true. All, all arm. That's that's prone for injury. That's, yeah, then that is me. I'm 100% prone for injury. Roman Quinn joining us. Uh, obviously, we were joking before you sat down with us. This would be the fastest interview ever. Because um, is this official? Are you, like, the fastest dude on the planet that doesn't run olympically? Is that how this thing works? Um, I think some people would argue with me. But yeah. I, I, would, I would consider myself as being... <laughs> The fastest person on the, on the earth. Is, is there like a ribbon or a trophy or something you get to hang in your locker that says like you're the fastest dude on the team? And follow up, has there been a competition? Uh, I wish. Um, the, comp- <laughs> <laughs> the only competition I had was uh, a friend of mine when I was um, in the 12th grade, and we would attend all these showcases, and we was like the two fastest in our draft class. 
And like every showcase, they would make sure we was running against each other. Nice. Every one of them. He never beat me. That's when. <laughs> You see all the, all the scouts oh. are, like, handing over stacks of cash to each other. Get, they got points on you. Right. Isn't it funny how important of a skill that is when you're a kid to oh, be most, fast? Most definitely. Um, I have to credit playing football and, and playing basketball as, yeah. um, for most of my athletic ability. So anytime, like, a, an athlete who sits down with us brings up a sport that's not their professional sport, I think the question that always comes across our brow is, did you choose baseball or did baseball choose you? Like, if, like a lot of guys would say, oh, I had more of a passion for hoops. I had more of a passion for the gridiron. But I was just a, a more excelling at baseball. Was that your story or was baseball always the love? Uh, baseball was always the love. Yeah. Um, I nice. chose baseball. Um, I had an opportunity to go to um, the college to play football and basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew baseball was uh, the better path for me to, you know, play professionally. And that's an interesting college one, too, because no one goes to college on full-ride baseball. No one. No, that's, that's a myth. Correct. Yeah, anyway, right. yeah, but football you can. Basketball you can. Most like, definitely. for some reason, there's a, there's a pot of money there for collegiate athletes. But when you were coming out, your draft, it was a little bit of a different process for you coming out of high school. For sure. It was, uh, especially these guys now, man, we had zero social media. Um, the resources that these guys have now when it comes to, like, hitting resources, when it comes to weightlifting, like, that's things we – was non-existent when we was in high school. So when you're growing up, when you're coming up in the game, Little League, uh, Connie Mack, whatever you called it, uh, in Florabama, uh, were you like, because everyone knows, like the best athlete, that's the shortstop, sure. that's the pitcher. Were you were you all those positions, or are you just straight outfield forever? Um, I played shortstop um, thanks to my dad. Told yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. Yeah, thanks to my dad, I played shortstop. Um, and the older I got, the more I converted to center field. Because every, everyone – in the dugout, right? Mm-hmm. They were the shortstop for their little league team. They were the pitcher for the little league team, and then eventually you get to a level where you got to specialize. When 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 was your moment? Um, I think my moment was my ninth grade, my freshman year in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. um, when I was just st- stuck solely to focuses on playing center field and sometimes shortstop. But pitching was like out of the question for me. You're out. Yeah, I was out <laughs> on pitching. Well, you know, Roman, so Roman, he's the starting shortstop, yeah. starting running back starting point guard, but he also is the best in the city at uh, fighting the girls off with a stick. <laughs> that's, that's what St. Joe was like for you coming up. Uh, I, was, I was more of a keep-to-myself type of guy. Yeah. Um, I end up uh, marrying my high school sweetheart. Let's go. Oh, love that. Let's go. So um, we've been married for five years now. We have three beautiful kids. Oh, and heck with yeah. one, with Congratulations. One on Still down there in the panhandle? Or Still they fall- down there in Florida, Bama. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So th- three kids, one on the way, mm-hmm. five more. You got your starting oh, nine, baby. You're for real. Oh, <laughs> I, I think my wife would disagree with me, but. Um. <laughs> Roman's like, call me up right now, Rocky. Listen, I decide, I'm in my prime earning years. We got to get this bank account right. I got to get it straight. Hey, have you, have you ever seen any of those scattering reports on you that when you were getting scattered, they were still being done by hand? Right. Like, have you ever seen any of those? Like, since the draft, the Phillies took you, is that right? Yeah, the Phillies yeah. took me. So have you seen any of that stuff as you were coming up? Has it slipped into your possession? Um, the only way it slipped, I, I hope I don't get my, my buddy in trouble, my best friend. He's a scout for the Minnesota Twins. Okay. And um, he was he searched my name and went back on, like, the scouting reports that they had yeah. written up on me and, and showed me a couple of them. And I, pretty close? It's pretty laughable? That's pretty cool Is it? I was going to say, is it that weird stuff that we traditionally hear about? Is it like, uh, like a uh, hey, good handshake didn't cut his nails? <laughs> is it stuff like that? Yeah, you, you, would be, you would be surprised with some of those things that goes into um, the scouting reports. And it's just like 
so irrelevant to the game of baseball. Yeah, it's, sure. so, it's crazy. Yeah. Needs to clean up the neckline. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hair's too long. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Looks like a hippie. It <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, before sentences. And you're like, yes, he's nervous. That's a child. Figure it out. Obviously, you're not going to talk smack about your hometown, but how much better is the weather here? Um, it's, it's a lot better. You get to walk around in a dry shirt and, here. It's and, sweet. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I get to walk outside. and don't have to worry about sweating through my clothes. You yeah. know? So being in Florida, the humidity is it's tough. Man. We, whenever we sit down often with AAA guys, there's, there's two types of AAA guys, right? Like guys who haven't been in the show yet and guys that have come back down from the show. You've been in the show, yep. right? You, you had your major yep. league debut. You, you were a dude who was so very fortunate to uh, just pass by us now in front of the show. Eric from Rio Grande Credit Union, absolute dude. So as you've had your debut, what was that experience, man? Like walk us through, like walk us through like your phone call or your sit down. Sure. Like just like give us goosebumps and give the friends of the show a little bit of in-depth understanding. Um, of course, it's a day that you'll never forget. Yeah. I remember um, step for step, um, hour to hour. Yeah. Um, we was, it was 2016. I was in AA, um, Reading, Pennsylvania. And um, we just lost to the the Yankees double-A team in the playoffs. And uh, the the manager, Dusty Watson, called me in his office, and I'm really cool with Dusty. And he was like, um, man, you had a great year, but it's not ending now. And I looked at him like, huh, okay. He was like, yeah, you're going up to the big leagues um, tomorrow. Um, congratulations. And, man, I just I just got goosebumps. And I called my mom and called my, my wife at the who was my girlfriend at the time, called her and got them up there. And it was, it was a cool experience. And the next day, um, we took a, a limo up to, okay. to D.C. Uh, we was playing against the Nationals, and it was on 9-11. Ooh. 9-11, 2016. In Washington. In Washington, yeah. D.C. Um, with, with, for the team, the city that founded freedom, Philadelphia. For sure. Oh, like, yeah. for sure. And um, so I get to the field in D.C. I pull up to, to the to the clubhouse goes i go to the manager's um, office pete mccann at the time and is there somebody talk. walking you in or you just like no, oh yeah so no no guys they, they got guys everywhere in the big <laughs> league, man. everybody escorting you everywhere so um i go into the manager's office and i was just expecting you know what i mean the, the handshake i wasn't going to play today you know yeah. what i mean just uh, introduce myself again and he was like um yeah no, good to see you again Glad to have you here. And by the way, you're in the, you're in the lineup today. <laughs> so I was hungry, and instantly I, the nerves just hit, and I wasn't hungry anymore. Yes. And, <laughs> and I get I get to my locker, look at my locker, look at my jersey, and media is already there. And I was yeah. like, I looked at the um the and travel it's 24, the, right? You're running 24 because you were, are yep. you a Griffey guy? Like, what's 24 about? No, no, 24 was a number that was just assigned to me. All right, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, I'm so, in. So I get to my yeah. locker, the media is there, and I was like. I looked at the travel, um, the travel guy at the time, and I was like, I need a minute. <laughs> I need a minute to like, calm myself down before I speak to the media. And spoke to the media, went out on the field, and it was, man, everything you can imagine and more. And then that is that like is that pulling up your stirrups? Is that like is there just like a everything is longer? Or is it like you on the playing surface? Is it so fast? Man, everything it's just a triple deck. Like yeah. everything is a much right. bigger. Um, you get. I walked out. I walked out on the field. I'm just looking at a triple deck, and and it's just like the 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 stadium is swallowing yeah. me right now. And I'm, I'm mixed with so many different emotions. And I can remember the first ball hit to me. I didn't see it off the bat, and I had to sprint in, make a diving catch, and it was 
Well, you made the catch. I no. made the catch. Okay. okay, I didn't see the ball. I know how it is. You lean back a little bit. You time it just right. Come exactly. on, man. Who are you talking to? I had to make it look good. Was there a guy in the club? Was Ryan Howard, like, in your ear just, like, just like ribbing you on something? Was there no, anything like that? Ryan was actually a really good dude, man. And that, That's a good so dude. Happened. He's yeah. from St. Louis. Yeah, so he, I'm familiar with him. And that just so happened to be the year that he retired. And it, was, yeah. it was unbelievable to get to play next to him, man. And all those guys that was in the clubhouse at the time. So when you get into the clubhouse, was there any veteran ribbing, any pranks, any hazing, or uh, just business? It was, it was a little bit of both. Um, I remember we went to Atlanta and um, we had to dress up, and all the rookies had to dress up in a costume. Okay. Um, AJ <laughs> Ellis at the time um, was pretty much like the the veteran guy that, that led the clubhouse and had everyone dress up, and we went out and had a good time. Love that. Nice. Roman Quinn joining us on the program. Obviously, we're talking a lot about you breaking into the league. We're talking a lot about your time around Major League Baseball and AAA. But, but here we are, Albuquerque, my man, right? For sure. Like, For sure. Playing the outfield, playing all parts of it, big part of a lineup. Uh, but the team can put up seven runs at a night, can put up ten runs at a night. That might not be enough runs. Right. Like, how different is the PCL? How different is Albuquerque from some of the other places you've played? Uh, it's very different because I've been on the East Coast mostly. Yeah. Um, it's my first time in the, in the PCL. Um it's different, man. It's different just to see, like, a ball that's usually a routine fly ball just get out. Yeah. Um, the ball's carrying different, especially the high balls. And it's, man, it's a different league, man. The ball and the pitchers, pitchers doesn't spin as much. Um, but just to, just be, being here for two weeks, I could just already notice, like, the difference in, in the leagues. So speed, man, just blazing fast speed. How excited are the people who get to hit behind you when you're on base because you know the pitcher always has one eye on you for sure uh i think it makes it a lot easier for for the guys behind me uh, and the guys that have speed to hit in the front of the lineup just because of you know you putting pressure on the on on the opposing pitcher and um and guys tend to see more fastballs because like they worried about the runner and they want to get a clean um they want the, the the catcher to have a chance to throw the guy out and and just getting in the pitcher's, you know, getting in the pitcher's head is like part of like the strategy that I, sure. I try to I try to bring to the table. Are you faster running around the bases or running in a straight line? Because <laughs> um, where's the, the answer is both, Fred. It's both. That's a good question. I think it's different. Um, running in a straight line, my burst is a lot quicker, and I get the top speed a lot quicker. But mm-hmm. when I'm running bases, it's like a gradual thing where I just build speed. Uh, the, the longer that I go. When you first walked into the clubhouse, did you and Wynton Bernard just size each other up? Was it <laughs> like, have you got, like, we need to know, have you lined up on the foul line yet and just gone? Nah, man. Me and Wynton <laughs> Win- <laughs> at the A's were like, we, if we go out there and we, run, we might blow right. something now. <laughs> we're, not trying to, we're not trying to pull no hammies in uh So in a- fun. <laughs> Roman Quinn, thank you for being a dude, my man. Thank I you for sitting you, down man. with us. Thank you for laughing and sharing your story. Congratulations to you and your family. Congratulations thank you. Thank to you. the growth of it. What size are you, like a large? Yeah, large. I'll grab you a T-shirt here before you I appreciate go. you guys. Thank you so yeah. much. Roman Quinn, he's a dude, friend of the show. Whenever we get back, more Two Men On Live from Ivestos Ballpark. FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Hey, Marie, you don't know this about Van, but he's like a super good beatboxer. Did you know that? No, I did not. Here, hold on. Let me chat GPT a rap song real quick about baseball. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Van, you drop a beat right now and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to rap um 
the rap song. Okay, we'll plug it in first. Oh, wow. And then you tell me when we're ready to go. All right, we well, are ready because it's Chad GPT and it's done. They don't take second. long at all. Ready? Yep. Stepping up the plate, I'm ready to shine. Baseball's my game. It's my prime time. In the dugout for a tight-knit crew. Gather around, listen up. Here's what we do. Fastball's coming in hot. <laughs> There you go, Amory. Look at Amory's face. Yep, right oh, on. God. If you're not watching on Facebook oh, Live boy. or YouTube Live was... right now, that is the face of disappointment. Well, you can beatbox, my friend. Thank Fastball, you. Fastball's coming in hot. Can't touch my heat. Batter's swinging, but they ain't meaning defeat. <laughs> Curveball's wicked. I don't make you spin. Strike three. Take a seat. It's a pitcher's win. Chat GPT. I'm putting, what, three more months it's going to take over the world. It's the best damn rapper of all time. Enjoy your summer, friends of the show, because AI is coming for you. We're playing baseball. Ain't no room for doubt. Running those bases. Hear the crowd shout. From the crack of the bat to the outfielder's dives, this is our passion, our lives, our drives. Hey, Marie. Yes. Hey, hey, Amory, I know you're plugged into the stand-up comedian and local <laughs> rap scene. Can you put I mean, me in band I in don't a know. rap battle? Can you put us in a rap? I think a- you guys could do that yourself, but you don't need well, me. Well, as long as we can read it off ChatGPT. Yeah, as long as we can do that. I don't trust Fred's freestyle game. It always, I always end up uh, trying. I can't tell this joke. I'm just going to let this one. <laughs> okay. It's a very good joke. I'm rebelling up to the bar. <laughs> You guys would have laughed insanely. You would have said, Fred, a oh, little edgy. Fred. Yeah, classic Fred mess around. <laughs> did you guys talk about Rob Gronkowski when I was gone? When he did his uh, stand-up comedy, we didn't. And I here's the th- we can right now. Let's just throw it in. Ben, oh, did you, you got, see this? You got clips? Did, uh, no, no. I, I, I did That isn't exactly what I was going to bring up. Uh, but, now, um, hold on. Should we come back to it? No. Gronk well, no, stand-up? Don't even wait on it. Here's what it is. Okay. okay. So Gronk did. I mean, I can look it up. He's been doing stand-up. And he's I can see that. He's got people riding for him, obviously. Of course. He's got some of the worst enablers. Oh, my gosh. And all of it, here's his stand-up. But he's likable. Oh, uh, not in stand-up. Okay. So he, here's his jokes. Are you ready? Hey, you guys know I'm good at football and partying. But did you know they're one and the same? A fly-around in football is when I catch a football. A fly-around at the club is when I'm getting away from a ugly girl. Oh. Oh. It's the entire set. Oh. It's every single joke. And people just laugh out of fear. Oh, my gosh. Just so, out of fear. Yeah. You know, I got a lot of Super Bowl rings as a player, but as a player, I'll never have a wedding ring. Oh, oh. my God. I, I can't. Uh, you said he had enablers. I can't find the uh, stand-up yet, and I... I'm not actually sorry for it. That's okay. I think Fred just did it. But you don't need Tom Brady was his number one enabler and told him to do it. Yes. He said this. He said, Tom Brady wouldn't have any Super Bowl rings if it wasn't for me, even though he had three before he met me. And people laugh. And he goes, this isn't. I wonder what has more rings, Tom Brady or the inside of that tree I ripped down with my bare hands. Oh. Oh. That's Rob Gronkowski jokes. That's 100%. Well, what I was going to bring up is that Rob Gronkowski was on Up and Adams. That's Kay Adams' show, if you don't know who Kay Adams is. I don't. No, who's that, Michael Yeah, Kay? right. Come on, who, guys. Who is it? You don't know who what, she is? What's her name? Kay Adams. I'm looking her up. K-A-T-E, Kate? No, K. All right. K-A-Y. K-A-Y. 
Adam. I am not familiar with her. What? Really? She works with the Vikings? No, she... Oh, she seems nice. Yeah. She's very nice. She has her own show now. uh, She was on the NFL Network, and now she's on. She has her own show. So I didn't notice. We're mostly talking just because she's like a pretty white girl. Is that why we're talking about this? No, no, no. Uh, no, Because Amory brought it up, and we wouldn't have otherwise. She was on Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski was on her show, and I I thought this was... I was going to add this to my headlines. I know I've been absent the last two days on the other side of the studio. I will throw it in. We're ready. We got But Rob, Rob Gronkowski said there's one coach that could get him to come out of retirement, and I want you guys to guess it. Oh, I like this game. Yeah, I already know who it is. Okay. Because he, he said it in a stand-up? No, but it's got to be Pete Carroll. Mm, nope. It's Sean Payton. Nope. It's... Ooh, uh, we should we should get a teller soon and play this game. Was it his was it his coach when he was with WWE Santino Morella? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, see, that I'll give you a couple more guesses. He also did you know he was wrestling Sabby Piscatelli yeah. for a minute and he played for the Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers for some time. He was oh, like, I know the answer. Oh, who's that? He's still got eligibility left. It's um, uh, uh, Pete Saban. Is that who it is? Nope. And you mean Nick Saban? <laughs> Who's that? Okay. It, it's obviously Tom Brady. No. Right, I was well, very surprised by this answer. Yeah, this fish is about to be off the hook if you don't land us. Who is it? Okay, Rob Gronkowski said the one person to get him out of retirement is coach of the New York Giants, Brian Dable. Well, then go. Yeah, what? Cool. He said there's, Brian there's Dable. Sorry ass quarterback needs all the help he can get. That's a soft flex. He yeah. said Brian Dable wants me on his roster. I know it. I love to pretend that I can still play. It makes me feel good, but no, I can't. I'm washed up, but I like to pretend. Give me a call, Brian Dable. Hey, you kind of sound like Rob Gronkowski when you talk. <laughs> yeah? What? That's how he talks. Is that how he talks? He talks with, like, like that emphasis on the end of sentences. I just, when he talks, no matter what his voice is, I just hear sloth from the Goonies. Hey, you, Tom. <laughs> Big thank you to everyone who makes this program go around, and we'll get to them whenever we get back. Live from Iso's Ballpark, just 30 short minutes away from Michael Peterson. Thanks for hanging out with us before the weekend. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.